And welcome to Bible on the Beach. Our focus is always uh, disciples making disciples, uh, churches planting churches, uh, and whether that's in a backyard or someone's home or a coffee shop or a mixed martial arts studio, we like to call them a dojo. Wherever you find yourself, God wants you, yes you, to help other people learn about Him. So today, as we open uh, God's word to us, we believe this is His mouth and that He speaks to us through this book, I want to pray quickly. I want to say, God, would you give me the eyes to see what you want me to see? Would you give me the ears to hear what you want me to hear? And would you give me the heart to feel what it is today that I need to feel in your word so that I can be the person that you want me to be today, at this time, in this moment, in this space, in this place? In Jesus' name, amen. Now, we're been going through Acts in Bible on the Beach. And this is, of course, the beginning of the movement of Jesus, the, what we call the gathered ones. Uh, in this century, we call it a church where two or three are gathered in his name. God is working. God is establishing his people and his family. It's not a building. It's a group of believers that lift up the name of Jesus and want to teach other people about him. And whenever God wants to start something, he always starts with two. When he wants to start a physical life, he brings two humans together. When he wants to start a spiritual life, it's between you and God, two people. And if you want to start a new church, it starts with two people. So God always starts things in twos. This is what he was trying to teach us in Noah's Ark as well. And today we've been in the book of Acts. We get to see the beautiful movement of Jesus growing and spreading and being the people of God. It's a beautiful thing to watch now today. We're going to pick it up in Acts chapter 13, verse 1. It says, In the church at Antioch, there were a number of prophets and teachers of the word, including Barnabas, Simon, Lucius, Menean. <clears throat> just want to stop right there. You know, when God moves, he'll have pe people that teach the word. This is what I do down here in Bible on the Beach. He'll also have people that prophesy the word. These are people that pray for you. They pray over you. And... Both are beautiful. Both are beautiful. People that teach the word, we need good sound instruction. People that pray the word over us, prophesy God's word into our life, that's beautiful too. Let's be aware and open to both. It says in verse 2, while they were worshiping as priests before the Lord in prayer and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, so I want, I want you to see how God talks to you. When you pray, when you fast, when you don't eat food, God will talk to you. Uh, God talks to me all the time. I go into my garage and I also pray in my room. These are the two places and spaces where I meet with God and I pray and He talk and He talks to me about all kinds of stuff. For those of you who've been to my garage, you know that I have a giant whiteboard and I go through it and I pray uh, all the, all the time. God show me. Uh, who to pray for, show me where to go, show me what to say, who do you want me to be? He'll talk to you about all these things if you'll take the time to hear him talk to you. That's what they're doing, and what happens is they actually start hearing from God. You know, if you set, a time, if you set aside the time to hear from God, God will talk to you. Now he says, I've called... Barnabas and Saul to do an important work for me. Did you know that you're called 
by God to do an important work for him? Did you know with God, all of the work is important? Now, in, all, in our culture, we think that there are more that there are assignments that are more prestigious. This is false doctrine. Um, it's false. Everything that God asks you to do is important. Doesn't matter your perception of the assignment. Our perception of what God asks us to do is almost totally irrelevant. That has more to do with our ego and what we like versus what God's plan is and what God prefers. And there's oftentimes a big difference between the two. So whatever God has asks you to do, make sure that you take what it is seriously because it's important to God. It might not be important to people, but it's important to God when he puts something on your heart to do. In fact, you might want to pray right now. You might want to say, now God, would you show me what it is that you want me to do for you? Would you show me the assignment that you've given me because I want to make sure I'm doing it. So after they had fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them and sent them off. They prayed for them. We need to be prayed for by people all the time. We need to be prayed for. We need to be encouraged. Have people lay hands on us, pray us and bless us and send us out. <clears throat> so <clears throat> Saul and Barnabas and their assistant Mark, known as John, were directed by the Holy Spirit to go to Cilicia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. Now, before we had missions textbooks, and before we even had the written Bible, all you had were groups of people that prayed, felt led by the Holy Spirit, and off they went. That was it. It was the spontaneous expansion of the church. It relied on prayer, and the Holy Spirit. Prayer and, and the Holy Spirit is how you develop <clears throat> really good plans for your life, God's plans for your life. So, when they arrived at Salamis, they went to the synagogues and declared the word of God. Now, they were smart because they went to a place where people already were. And this is what I like about meeting in, um, in Sir Coffee, because Sir Coffee's already like a hub in St. Clemente. And God told me very clearly. He said, you go there, <clears throat> you, you move the church from the jiu-jitsu studio with Adam over to the coffee shop. I'm going to be with you. And that's exactly what's happened. Out of that coffee shop church on Tuesday night, we've raised up pastors, raised up church planters, raised up worship leaders, and raised up missionaries out of one church in a coffee shop. Incredible. God wants you to be strategic. So I want you to think of a place where you might need to go so that God can use you to start to build his kingdom and do great and beautiful things in you and through you. So they go there, <clears throat> they're teaching the Bible, they're declaring the word of God. It says from there they crossed the island as far as Paphos where they encountered a Jewish false prophet, a sorcerer who went by the name the son of Jesus. So there are both real prophets and then there are false prophets. In fact, you can find both in Acts 13 here. Beginning of the chapter, there's real prophets, then there's fake ones. Fake prophets are trying to get you to follow them or the devil instead of following God. That's what a false prophet is. He says he gained influence as the spiritual advisor to the regional governor. 
Now, false prophets will present themselves as spiritual, but it doesn't mean that God's hand is on them. And it doesn't mean that God, God's word is flowing through them. So, Paulus considered by many to be a wise and intelligent leader. Uh, the governor requested a meeting with Barnabas and Saul because he wanted to hear the message of God's word. So what you find here is a lot of times people are open to hearing what God has to do with their, wants to do in their life, is trying to do in their life. They just need somebody to tell them. In fact, I want you to think right now, is there one person in my life that I need to teach and tell about the Lord? God will put you one person in your head right now. In fact, right now, God revealed to us the one person that we need to share your plan with, your love with, your grace with. Show us right now. God will show you who to talk to today. Now, they declared the word of God. They were brought in. He says, but Elimus, whose name means sorcerer, stood up against them and tried to prevent the governor from believing their message. So there's always opposition to the work of God. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if you gather on a beach, in a coffee shop, in a home, in a backyard, in the United States, in Argentina, in Pakistan, in El Salvador, wherever you go, there's always going to be opposition because the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, dominions, and things unseen, which is why we need to pray and be led by the Holy Spirit in our life. You know, as, you're, as you pray, as you're led by the Holy Spirit in your life, God will talk to you. He'll show you what to do and what to say. Now here, Saul, known as Paul, stared into his eyes and he rebuked him. Sometimes you have to rebuke people and you have to rebuke spirits. Now, I like to get along with everyone, go surfing, get coffee, you know, go on a bike ride, high-five people. Now, sometimes you have to rebuke people and you have to rebuke spirits. <clears throat> what spirits do you have to rebuke? People that oppose the work of Jesus, people that oppose the church. You have to rebuke it. So, he says, you're the son of the devil. You're full of every form of fraud and deceit and enemy of all that is right. When will you stop perverting the truth of God into lies? At this very moment, the hand of God's judgment comes down upon you. You'll be blind, so blind, you won't even be able to see the light of the sun. So he rebukes them, God judges them, God opposes them, and God's now doing a work in his life. Now, as Paul spoke these words, a shadowy mist of darkness came over the sorcerer, leading him blind and groping, begging someone to lead him by the hand. When the governor witnessed this, he believed and was awestruck by the power of the message of the Lord. So God will always confirm if he's with you by the power that he gives you when you proclaim his word. There's a difference between speaking and there's a difference between declaring. There's a difference between talking and there's a difference between, between teaching. There's a difference between having a conversation and praying powerfully. The difference is when God is for you, you will have that power you will have that anointing to do his work. This is exciting. God is on this giant adventure of the early believers. They encounter everything in the book of Acts. This has been really fun so far. God, thank you for what you've shared with us today. Help us 
to learn how to trust you in difficulty, even when we have to present your name and your word in places we don't want to, give us the strength and the courage to do it. In Jesus' name. Man, I want to thank you so much for watching today's uh, Bible on the Beach. I just got to serve and put this together. I hope you got a lot out of it. If this is helping you grow, would you subscribe? And then please text and tell someone else to join us so they can hear from God and His Word every single day. And until next time, I hope you have a great day.